Hey friends, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. We did not have an episode of Romans on Sunday. Today I'm going to explain why. I'm going to update you a little bit of where we were in Romans or where we would have been in Romans and touch on a little bit of Elijah's life. Let's get started. Well, once again, welcome back to the podcast. My apologies for no lesson on Sunday. Saturday evening, Saturday afternoon, I got a phone call from an evangelist, Eric Getch, and uh, our text message, and he asked me what I was doing Sunday, and he had a friend who lived in a nearby town who pastors a church, and he had come down with strep throat, and needed to know if last minute I could go there and preach, and so I said I would, and I did. So I wasn't at my church to teach my lesson, though I was ready to, and uh, so I didn't have any live recording. So you're finding that out now. Not that it changed. I'm sure it ruined your summer. Yeah, right. But um, I want to talk a little bit about Romans chapter 10 here in just a little bit. Matter of fact, why don't we just start there? Why don't we start in Romans 10? I know my, I think my dad taught the combined class. My brother was gone as well. And uh, so I want to start in Romans chapter 10. We had been in the section of sovereignty. Now I'm not going to give you a 35-minute lesson like I would before. I'm going to kind of overview. I think I'm going to back up. I think when I was talking to my dad who taught, he said that he got through about verse 13. And so uh, I may pick up there this next week. We're going to try to cover all of chapter number 11, unless there's another surprise. I'm two weeks in a row with two surprises. It was last Sunday. Uh, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before that, I found out my brother we got sick, and I preached Sunday night, so on a couple hours notice, and then I had a little less than 24 hours notice on the next week when I just spoke for this other church. So unless something happens, we will be in the finishing Romans 10 and in chapter 11 this Sunday. But chapter 10 started in really a similar way of chapter 9. Paul says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. He was really burdened for the Jews. He wanted them to be saved. He's reaching Gentiles, but he was burdened for the Jews. And you may remember, after dealing with some wonderful verses in chapter 6, 7, and 8, dealing with our sanctification, life growing as a Christian, chapters 9, 10, 11, he's dealing with Israel and and what's going on with Israel? Now that we're really introducing the Gentiles to the gospel and the church as the focus, well, what about Israel? And he's been talking about Israel and the advantages they have, but how they've rejected this truth of faith. They are trusting in their works and they're rejecting the faith aspect of salvation, rejecting Jesus Christ. But he, but Paul was burdened for them to be saved. And he talks about that. And, and um, he, he, he talks about the subject of faith again for that and, and talks about how Christ came and it's Christ's righteousness that we must receive. It's not our own righteousness. The Jews then and even a lot of the Jews today were really caught up in the fact that they have to do so much to get to heaven and they rejected Jesus. And so Paul was burdened for them to know Jesus. And there's some classic verses. If you've ever led someone to the Lord, when you come to the end of what we sometimes call the Romans road, it's not the only way to lead someone to Christ, by the way, but it's the way I typically take them through. It just seems to me to be the most clear. But as you're bringing them to the end of that Romans road, you come to chapter 10. Some of those verses I'll just touch on real quick. One of them I read is starts in verse 9. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, that means you agree 
with what God says about Jesus. Confess means I, I'm saying and I'm agreeing with. So I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. So with my mouth or verbally, I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing that Jesus is not just another man. He's not just another sinful man. But I'm agreeing that Jesus is the very Son of God, born of a virgin, born sinless, lived a sinless life, that Jesus died for my sins, he was buried for my sins, and he rose again victorious for my sins, and he ascended to heaven when I placed my faith and trust that. So i got to confess that with my mouth. It says in verse number 9, And shalt believe in his heart, God hath raised him from the dead. So there's two parts to this. Yes, there's a confession that's made, but there's a belief in the heart. I always tell somebody when I'm leading to the Lord, I say, listen, I can hear what you're about to say with your mouth. And you're going to say the right words because we just told you the right words. But I can't see your heart. There's sometimes that people just say words because you know, they, just whisper, they just repeat after someone, but their heart's not in it. He says, yes, you confess with your mouth. It means you agree with what God says about who Jesus is, but you're believing that as you say it in your heart. That God hath raised him from the dead. It says, thou, this is a phrase I always have the people read, let me read the whole verse again. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It's as simple as that. It says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. That's faith. And with the mouth confession is made. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all them that call upon him. He's the same God. Whether you're a Greek, whether you're a Gentile, whether you are a Jew, it's salvation by faith calling on the Lord. And he says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's the key. Whosoever. Doesn't matter. It Whosoever. No matter your gender. Doesn't matter your color or your skin. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's a great verse. And where I end is I'm taking someone, to, leading them to the Lord. And then I will say from those verses, it seems very clear. And I'll ask him, would you like to call upon the Lord right now and ask him to save you? And so some wonderful verses in chapter 10, but Paul is writing that burden for the Jews, burden for Israel, saying, I want you to be saved. It's not by your works. It's by faith. It's not by your righteousness. It's by the righteousness of Jesus Christ. That is Romans chapter 10. So in about six minutes, I wrapped up what I did not do. So you say, hey, if you can do that in six minutes, why do you spend 35 minutes in class? Well, we didn't get deep into that at all, but some wonderful verses that I didn't want to miss out. Some of you that listen to this podcast, you're already in the class probably, but um, but I wanted to share that real quick. And then I'll just touch base real quick on where we've been. We've been on our journey through the Bible. Um, where Let's see, where are we at now? As of today, when I'm recording, which is Wednesday, we're on 179, so when you're listening to this, maybe the next day we're on 180. And we've been still in First Kings. We've still been in First Chronicles. We're enjoying, I hope that you're enjoying this study. I know I am. And I came to one of the men that I love in the Bible. And you came to it as you read, a man who I named one of my sons after, the man Elijah the prophet. 
And um, we read about him some this last week. And, and Elijah's just faith. I love his boldness. I love a little bit of his sarcasm he got with them. But I love his boldness. I love his stance. I love, I love that he's human, though, and that after his greatest moments in chapter 18, when he called down fire from heaven, when, when the chapter before when he said it won't rain and it didn't rain, and uh, I, I love that. And then I love when he said it's going to rain and then it did rain. But then in the next chapter, I, feel, I identify with him because he goes from a high moment to a very low moment. It's so low in his case that he said, I just wish I was dead. How can this man, chapter 18, Elijah, be become chapter 19, Elijah? And God tells him, hey, get some rest, get back to work, get something to eat, get back to work. And I just love Elijah's humanity, but his boldness, his, his courage in one moment. Um, but he reminds us that he's human in the next moment when he lacks courage. His faith when he prays and rain comes, he's so confident there, but he doesn't have the faith to overcome Jezebel. I just, I love the rawness of that because there are times in my life when I feel like, hey, God is going to do anything. There's nothing to fear. There's other moments like currently right now as I record this, as I am about to enter into another trial in my life, another uh, I shouldn't say another trial, a continuation of a one trial that's always there and more scary months ahead and, and, and meetings and frustrations. And it's, if you know my life, you know it. If you don't know my life, everything's fine. But it's just a, a constant thing that comes up. It seems like every year now for the last six years or so. And um, <clears throat> and it, it leads to some a lot of time in prayer. It leads to a lot of fear, a lot of frustration. But... um. But I want to be in a, and I hope that you want to be a First Kings eighteen Elijah, and not staying in chapter nineteen Elijah. And sometimes I find myself in chapter nineteen. And so, like, like God tells Elijah, he in that still small voice, basically, hey, get some rest, get some food, and get back to work. And sometimes that's what we need. So we've been reading a little bit about Elijah the prophet. We there were some weird situations. I don't want to get into this because I'm I'm recording this late, but. Some situations with some other prophets, not big name, where they're lying and one's following one and God's cursing. I mean, it was just some crazy stuff going on with the prophets. But we're into these kings now and, and, and just some some really valuable lessons that I hope that we can kind of unpack as the week goes on. Like I said, um, my life right now is going to be getting a little bit crazy again. But... Um, but I'm hoping, as I continue to read, to be able to bring out some of these truths from the kings because I really love the kings. As a matter of fact, uh, speaking of crazy and the start of all this, but when I stepped down from pastoring, my very last message I ever preached, I did not know at the time it was going to be my last message I ever preached as a pastor, I should say, as a pastor. I did not know it, obviously. But it was on a Wednesday night, and I was preaching on Jehoshaphat. No, no, no. Like, you know, I don't even get it right. I was preaching on Uzziah and his pride. And I preached that message. And I had no idea that would be the last message I ever preached as a pastor at Green Road Baptist Church. But I preached that message in, in the Kings. And every time I come back to them, I'm always challenged by them. I just love it. And I loved that series that I was in the middle of when everything suddenly changed. And, um, and so as we're going through it again, and as some of that trial is still continuing over six years later, 
I, I think about that. But you know what? God's good. And um, let's have the boldness and the courage of Elijah and uh, the lessons of and listen like he did in chapter 19. You ever find yourself in chapter 19, Elijah? Listen like he did and follow the instructions of God. Well, it's late. I'm going to get some sleep. I'm going to go ahead and post this on Wednesday night. You guys can get it maybe Thursday morning. Hope it's an encouragement to you. Hope it's a help to you. Thank you for your faithfulness. As I shared a little bit, I try not to be too transparent on this podcast um, for various reasons, but I shared a little bit more this time. So some the next month or so, uh, maybe more, some little trials come up. God's in control, but you may not know what's going on if you don't know my whole situation, but if you don't mind whispering a prayer and saying, hey, hey, God, help help Brad to have some courage, quit being such a wimp. Maybe do that. I would appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good week. Unless something surprising comes up, I'll be back on Saturday, or excuse me, next Sunday, with a little bit more in Romans 10 and Romans chapter 11 or 11. Have a great week. Have a great summer. Stay away from those Canada fires. They're getting bad. They're already in my town. I'm feeling it right now in my allergies. Have a great week. <laughs>